and this is the podcast, Go Be Great. There's no such thing as TMI here, so let's chat, meet amazing humans, and have conversations about life, confidence, and more without the filter. Come hang weekly as I shed light on the topics we often feel we need to hide as we celebrate the ebbs and flows of learning what being great really looks like. Buckle up, buttercups, and let's go be great together. This show is brought to you by Female Alliance Media, by women, for women. Hello, hello. Welcome back, fam. It feels really good to be sitting in front of this mic, chatting with all your beautiful asses once again. It has been a minute, um, and I feel like it was a needed minute. (laughs) Um, I was burning out, uh, circling the drain, if you will, and lighting the candle at both ends and just unwell. And we just need to give ourselves permission sometimes to take a break, and it feels really good to be back and wrap up 2023 with you. And this episode, if you have been around for a hot minute, you already know the pep talk or the the conversation that might be had. However, it's going to be in a different light because I do not believe in resolutions. I think that resolution, the New Year's resolution idea is just a way to for capitalism to achieve its goal and setting us up for failure, right? Because I cannot tell you, and usually my resolutions growing up have always been the same. And I'm here to let you know, you do not need to make any promises or resolutions to yourself that involve making yourself smaller in any capacity, mind, body, soul, okay? I've been seeing a lot more online the ins and outs, like what I'm going to bring into 2024 and what I'm going to leave out of 2024. I can get down with that. I like that idea. Or uh, intentions. I don't love the idea of swapping word choices, but it ultimately being the same thing. But I feel like intention setting just mentally puts you in a, in a healthier place because it's like, what do I want to do that has nothing to do with a numerical value? Um, I have a tendency, that's like a hard boundary for me. I'll stay away from any like number on things just because I know that that's a slippery slope for my ass to be going down, Okay. Before we dive too much into that, I wanted to talk about some things that I have been noticing and watching out in the world and in the World Wide Web. First off, I have noticed with my students do this, and I have noticed seeing people out and about specifically in Target, teens, teen girls walking around with pimple patches, like those star pimple patches. Let me just say, I love that. Coming from someone who has a history of awful hormonal acne. I wouldn't even show my face to my own family in seventh and eighth grade before I went on Accutane without trying to cover up my pimples. But I just feel like, like with makeup, but I just feel like the star patches, everyone knows what they are. Everyone knows what it's concealing. And you are just out here trying to clean your pores and not giving a flying fuck when anyone else thinks about it. And I just think that's really cool. And I love that the pimple patch game is now taking it to the public and out in the streets I think that that's great let's normalize that because we all do it behind behind the screens and take care of our our pimps here so why not (laughs) our pimps (laughs) so why not just rock it because who cares I feel like that's what gen z girls are doing who cares they have a very much who gives a fuck attitude and I am here for it something else that I have um, seen on HBO I think it's on HBO mother of god documentary docuseries it's only three parts it is quite possibly one of the most intense cult docuseries I've ever seen um just because of the a lot of the raw footage because 
that cults documented so much on their own and on the internet that it was like really intense. I feel like you got a really inside look as to the operations of it all and just the ending. I'm not going to spoil it, but oh, ooh, buckle up, Buttercups, because that one was that one was wild. Now I asked on my Instagram stories what your what word if you could describe your 2023 in one word, what would it be? And there was a lot of heavy words in there. Um, trauma, you know, um, desperate was on there chaotic was on there like there was there was a lot of them and I feel like it was such a roller coaster for for a lot of us as any year is but in particular it seems to be this was this was a roller coaster of a ride for a lot of people and if you are feeling like you are just glad that it's going to be done and you are just running to close this chapter of the life of your life and move on to the next and open up the door to 2024. Ooh, open up the door to 2024. Then I think that that's great. And if all you did this year was just survive through it and there was no huge accolades accomplished that, you know, give you you can give yourself a high five golden star for the littlest things in your day-to-day life that seem like the biggest mountains to climb because when you are going through it, simply Getting up, getting dressed, showering, and brushing your teeth are big gold star things that you deserve to have because even just taking care of your most basic needs when you're going through the hardest of your times is nothing short of amazing. So if that is all you did in 2023, yes, queen. And we are so glad that you are here to open the door to 2024. I'm not going to keep saying it. I promise. Okay. I don't promise, but I'm really going to try. Now, getting back to these words of 2024, I this word, the word that I chose for 2023 was intentional. I wanted to learn to be very intentional with everything. My energy, my effort, my actions, my words, I wanted to be very intentional about how I showed up in the world and for myself in 2023. And I am proud to say that I feel like I did a really good job of that in a lot of aspects. I think that I, I said yes to things I would normally not just out of fear, Um, and there was a lot of great things that came from that mindset. So that's why I feel like I lean towards words and intentions for the year instead of resolutions. I've just found it to be a lot healthier for me personally. If you are someone who needs that resolution and you don't feel like shit about yourself, if you don't accomplish it, then you do you, boo. But I am speaking to those that maybe have struggled with that in the past and have always gotten down on themselves or have always made the promise to be smaller year after year after year in any way, whether that means keeping quiet to keep the peace or physically wanting to be smaller each year. And there is so much more to life than that. And when you open up your eyes and really, it was hard. The first year I I started doing this, it was probably around 20, honestly, probably as early as 2020. Um, like leading into the year of 2020 was where I tried to shift my focus in this way when it came to the new year. And it was really, really hard to not put, you know, lose weight or be an X gene size um, in 2020, like or in the new year. It's very difficult to keep that off because that has been the forefront of, I think, a lot of our thinking for so long that it's hard to like 
give that a back seat. But when you you can do it, you have the absolute power to sit there and be like, this is taking a back seat and is no longer going to be all encompassing on my life anymore. And I want to expand and I want to be intentional and I want to live louder and I want to take up space and I want to be unapologetic as fuck about it. And there is so much more life to live and you realize how much you've been really missing out on when you start to take that type of approach. So I kind of want to keep that same intention word for 2024. Um, I really want to feel nurtured in my encounters with people. I want to feel more peaceful and joyous in life. I want to focus on relationships that are healthy, loving, and reciprocal because I have found even when you're healing and on your healing journey, I still have a tendency to want to be the fixer and want to people please because those are my default settings and where I have found my worth to be for so long is if I could fix someone else's problems or just be the soundboard and emotional punching bag for everyone else. So I really do want to still be there for people, but I want to do it in a way where I feel like I'm not the only one doing it in the relationship, you know, with that. And that feels icky to even say because there's been so many times in life where I have needed to lean on someone more than I had the capacity to be leaned on. So I think that there's a healthy grace there. And I think you know your people and you know when something isn't reciprocated. It's not necessarily just in that standpoint of like being there for someone during the hard times. I think that it has a lot to do with just every other aspect of life. Um, I want to keep promises to myself um, because I'm worth doing that. And I have found that confidence comes from keeping those really simple promises to myself, not in the big momentous moments, but in the day to day, just one promise. I'm going to tell myself I'm going to do this. and I'm going to get it done today. Um, recently, it like for today, for example, it was recording this podcast. I was like, I am going to record today and I promised myself I'm going to do it. I want to put this out there. I want to wrap up the year with the with the squad and Christmas de-decorating can take a backseat to tomorrow. Also because my uterus had other plans, but that's besides the point. Um, I just want to continue to stay close to people who want to see me do well and don't use it as a type of scoreboard by any means or you know I just want to feel more clear more grounded and more hopeful in myself and my life and I want to surround myself with the people and experiences that are going to fuel that and who I can do that for them too because again reciprocation is key here I just think that life is too short and we again year after year are reminded of this in big ways and small ways and I think that as I've gotten older too, especially in my 30s, I just don't have the time. I don't have the time for the for the drama and and the stuff in life that like when you look back it really doesn't matter. And those small cherishable moments are the ones that make the big ones so much more important and they do become the big ones themselves. Those small moments are like, oh, that little moment that we shared where we just couldn't stop laughing and we were just uncontrollably laughing. And then we were laughing and how hard we were laughing. Like those are the moments that matter. Also energy going into 2024. If it creates any doubt or any chaos in my life, I am distancing myself from it. I really practiced this in the recent years, last two years specifically. And it is really hard to do that because when you distance yourself from people and situations that bring on your doubt or your chaos in your life, 
that script is very easily flipped and the narrative is completely changed away from themselves and onto you. And that's really difficult to not want to tell your side of the story or not try and prove who you are to anybody else. But I do think that the people who you want in your life, the people who should be in your life, are going to know exactly who you are and are going to love you through it. And the people who are going to believe any other narrative from the other source is just not meant to be. And that's okay too, you know? We, it's okay that not everybody likes you. It's okay that not that you don't have to tell your side of the story all the time. That was a really tough lesson to learn recently. And there's so much peace that comes from that when you're really able to, you don't feel the need to tell your side of the story as much or find it harder to create that distance when you see the peace that it creates within yourself. When you know who you are and you honor yourself by putting in those boundaries, the peace that comes from that is way better than you feeling like you need to say your side or justify who you are and why you did what you did. Like this kind of goes along with that too, but anything that distracts me from my purpose or steals my joy, I'm letting it go. I, again, feel like this is, it sounds kind of harsh um, and it sounds like it's something that should be easy to do, but these aren't aren't easy things to do. Um, I have found my pendulum has swung a lot this year and I was sharing everything I did all the time on online. My Instagram specifically has been my online journal of healing for so long that it kind of just became habit to share it all. And then when there came times or, you know, my relationship where I was like, this is new territory for me. I don't want to share it all anymore. And I then kept a lot private off screen and that's just been really nice too like you don't need to being real online does not equate to sharing every moment of your life because ultimately you can't do that and um you sharing more of your day-to-day or like your micro dotting your instagram stories for example it still isn't showing you can still hide the things that you don't really want to share with the world so i I do want to be more present though. I do miss making my my like videos that I used to make all the time or the reels and stuff. Like I do want to get back into that. So um, I want to lean in more to my purpose there because I do feel like aside from teaching, that is a big, that I do feel like that's my purpose is to share the journey and share healing and share confidence and boundaries and all the things. So I do want to be more consistent in that realm. And just make it fun. Like not overthink so much about I I was putting so much pressure on myself that I was putting out stuff that I didn't necessarily like because I felt like I had to put X amount of things out. It was it was too much. So it's no secret that I've not not posted as much in 2023, but it's also been really nice. So I kind of want to find the balance between those two things, like making it very purposeful, intentional and joyful and hopefully helpful to you and entertaining Um, while also just keeping and cherishing things off screen too and not feeling like I need to constantly have my phone out. So yeah, I don't even know. How do we get here? Hi, how are you? Oh God. All right. Let me refocus back to the notes. I saw this post on Instagram from that psychology podcast account and it was talking about this ins and outs. And this is where I first kind of started going in the deep dive of these, of this mentality of what are you going to bring into 2024 and what are you going to leave out of 2024? So This is the post that they wrote, and I think it's really good. So 2024 ends demanding more of ourselves, 
accepting responsibility for our actions, loving deeply, healing our inner child, healing our inner teen, um, sober curiosity, inviting new con- uh, connections into our lives, accepting fear as a part of life, taking risks, setting strong boundaries, treating our bodies with love and respect, social media cleanses, and having the courage to ask for more. 2024 outs. What are we leaving out, babe? Let's talk about it. People pleasing, begging for someone's attention, perfectionism, self-medicating with alcohol, letting family treat you badly just because they're family, self-silencing, self-punishing, blaming others for our misfortune, staying stagnant, pessimism, only doing what is easy, accepting the bare minimum, saying we're quote unquote lucky if uh, when we actually worked hard for something. And I really like those. I think that's a solid roundup. Um, and I want to unpack a few of those because we always hear about healing our inner child. And I think that so many of us, um, I can relate more to healing our inner teen. That's who, that's like teenage Becca needed to hear a lot of what I say now. And I think about that a lot when I'm talking with my students, especially. So accepting fear as a part of life is a really good one, too, because when you stop trying to avoid the fear and instead you just acknowledge that it's there and lean in and then make a move anyway, you either learn or you it gives you a launching pad to the next thing that you want to do or it puts you on, on a different path that you didn't anticipate being on. And there's, there's, there's also progress and growth in failure. So if your fear is failing or your fear is just like having something flop or not going right, you no one can still take that experience away from you. So having fear, I think, is extremely healthy. If you don't have any fear in your life or you feel like you're not um, doing something that like, kind of makes your butthole a little tight, then dream bigger. It's okay to dream bigger. I am very grateful for my friendships that uh, encourage me to do so or when I say I want to do something, they'll push me like, well, why not this? And in a healthy way, not like, you know, you can do more like you like don't don't underestimate yourself. Right. Um, so I really liked those. And I like the wording of treating our bodies with love and respect because that has nothing to do with the size. That, right. That that could be looked at for so many things. Um, the one that really got me curious was sober curiosity and I have, especially during this holiday season, I needed to stop. I love Tito's. I love Prosecco. I love Fireball. I I do enjoy. Those are my faves. But I was finding my body was literally screaming at me like, hey, hey, stop. There's so much more socializing around alcohol during the holidays, I think, than any other time of the year. Maybe that's just my lived experience, but I have found in my life that's where the alcohol really comes up into play. And I've just found that recently there's been a few different social situations where it's like, hey, you know what? I just don't I don't want to. And I had a great time anyway. And, you know, I I, I want to lean more into that going into 2024, more of the feeling like I don't have to socially drink in these situations. Like I can I can just enjoy life, not not having one and enjoying the people, not not feeling a buzz. Don't get me wrong. I still love a good buzz, but. Just knowing that I don't have to in those situations is nice and giving yourself permission for that because I've never really thought about it until I was trying to listen to my body and just wanted to be present there and not make myself sick with, you know, let's hydrate. God bless our Stanleys. Am I right? (laughs) I also want to leave out the wall 
of feeling like I need to protect myself in certain ways. I still do that and I'm still catching myself doing it. And then I get really frustrated with myself when I do it. Let me give you an example. So I struggle with asking for help and I have found it to be very present in my relationship now with Matt but also my relationship with my sister like I do this I'll like want to ask for help so I'll tiptoe and then if I in the slight moment where I'm feeling like I'm an inconvenience I'll take it back but then like try and be brave and ask for help again and like that's annoying that's so annoying and flip floppy but I from living on my own for the last nine years I have really not realized that I don't ask for help when I should so I really want to be better at that I want to welcome you know leaning in leaning on others more in just little ways like hey can you clean up those dishes or or you know taking Bruno out or just little things that I don't think I ask for help in and and in big ways too but mostly in like the little like task task um avoidance no that's not it what's the word I'm looking for just the day-to-day tasks like it's okay to ask for help when you are feeling overwhelmed like hey I gotta do this can you help me out with this I want to be better at that I feel like I um have a wall up where like if I do it myself then I won't be an inconvenience or um I don't know maybe it's like a pride thing maybe I need to unpack this actually now that I'm thinking about it because I really don't know what it is like I guess it's more like in my head I don't want to be an inconvenience to people and I feel like it's annoying I don't want to annoy people or ask too much but you're not asking for too much when you're just asking for help with things that are involving the people that you surround yourself with in life and who you're living life with does that make sense I have no idea if any of that made sense um again we're dumping here I'm just we're going through the motions of what I'm thinking and feeling at the end of this year so there it is I also want to invite in more of letting go in ways of, you know, things that happened in the past that maybe make me hesitant or like not and not basing it off of that, like letting go of all of those negative feelings or fearful feelings and lean more into vulnerability and lightheartedness and softness. And um, I, th- I think I do that a lot, but there's definitely areas in which I could improve in that. And that's really what I want to, you know leave or take with me to 2024 and I just want all of this for you I think that this has been heavy for a lot of people that I love and hold very dear to my heart 2023 has been quite the year um filled with a lot of roller coasters of loss and uncertainty and anxieties and all of the things and I they're people that deserve the world. So I hope that 2024 for everyone is filled with a lot more lightheartedness, a lot more softness, a whole lot more love, and a whole lot more joy. And if you are not feeling like you have that ending out 2023, that is totally okay. Um, personally, I, me and Matt will be on the couch with Chinese food. I, I have made that now a tradition with myself to get Chinese food and snuggle Bruno on the couch and have that be my New Year's Eve, then now anything else is going to not not be okay. My superstition is now in place. So grateful that he will be joining me for this year for that because um, now I just feel like that's what it has to be. Plus, it is just too expensive out in these streets to be out on New Year's Eve. For what? <laughs> for what? I can get a whole bottle of Prosecco uh for the cost of one champagne toast at midnight out in and about that's just my preference if you like glamming up 
and going out, sure. You do your thing, girl. You pop your puss all over town for New Year's Eve. Um, I just prefer the jammy life. And I'm finding that more and more often. So I wanted to round out this episode in 2023 with this poem that I found online. And I'm trying to see who the author is. I think her name is Ali Acelia. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right. I'm really sorry if I am uh, pronouncing it wrong. But she wrote this and I just love it so much. So I'm going to read it to you to close out 2023. I hope you all have had such a very merry holiday season. And I wish you so much love and happiness and just peace as you close the door for 2023 and start 2024 with a fresh slate. It is on a Sunday or no. Yeah, the year starts on a Monday and also the month starts on a Monday. I feel I don't I don't I don't like to say wait till Monday, but this is like really like you are really top tier, top tier of new beginnings here. So here's the poem. I know 2023 wasn't always easy. I know that some parts were painful and that some parts were really dark. But I know in these times you were able to hold yourself. You were able to guide yourself through and you were able to find the courage that you needed to hold on, even if at the time it may not have felt like it. I know you had some light times too. I know you had some moments of peace and calm and joy. I know you had moments of clarity and gratitude. I know you had moments of self-love and self-compassion. And how do I know all of this? Because you're here reading this message or sidebar, listening to it here. You're here giving yourself the deserving credit for everything you have done for yourself this year. Through the dark times, through the light times, through your 2023. So I think that that post is a beautiful way of rounding out the year. I am so grateful that you're here. I have a lot of fun things that are on my vision board and vision just mentally focused and intentions for Go Be Great with 2024. So as always, I'm so happy that you're here. Go easy on yourself and happy new year. Shake your ass. Go be great.